This episode is brought to you by Wordplay. Liquor in the front, poker in the rear. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dirty Dirty Show, where we talk about things you shouldn't say around your mom. I'm your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is Abby, Daniel, and Garrett. Today, we're going to be pulling questions out of a hat that you all have provided us. We haven't seen any of these questions yet, so it will be a surprise for all of us. So, in the middle of the table is the Glizzy Mobile hat. Jesus. (laughs) And it is, what, 14 questions in there, give or take? Yep. And they're all randomized, and we have no idea what the fuck they say. Yeah, and they're not all questions, I think. They're just topics, topics for discussion. Okay. All right. So, do you, I guess I'll go first. I was okay. going to say, do, do we want to go yeah. clockwise or counterclockwise after this? The host with the most. Okay. I don't know what you have the most of, but... Nothing. Glizzies. Disappointment. Glizzies. Glizzies. <laughs> all right. Pick an era, any era, where would you pick, hell, I can't read this. Era? Pick an era, any era, where would you want to live? That's hitting my eras wrong. I don't like that. Can we just like back, hold on. Let's rewind just a little bit. It's era? Era. Era? I can't say era. (laughs) It's era. All right. Anyway. All right. Pick an era, where would you want to live? Like, what era would you want to live? What era would you live in? What era would you live in? Is that the um, same as decades or no? Somewhat, I would say. Well, you have like the, the Revolutionary Era, the Civil War Era, stuff like that. Well, I would live in the late 60s, early 70s. So you could listen when, to the Beatles. When were, Not just the Beatles, but life was so different back then. When were hard drugs always acceptable? 70s. Late 60s. Yeah. The Middle Ages? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> When were they not <laughs> So, without a doubt, I'm going with the 1920s, and I want to be hell yeah. I want to be I want to be 16 years old, 1920. So I thought I about something. To, I would have to be after prohibition. Like, I I thought about something about Garrett. Have y'all ever heard of a dapper? Yes. Yeah. Garrett's a dapper. He dresses very well. He he wants to be clean cut and trimmed all the time. Like he's from the 20s. You are a dapper dang. Yo, 100% though, that's the best era that there ever was for America. Nah. It's the the revolution of swing music, jazz music, the real... Prohibition of alcohol. That's cool. I don't even... Um, I don't need that shit. Wasn't the depression? Depression, uh, the stock market that's, crash. That's 30s. in the 30s. No, 30s. you're... you're, yeah, you're that's too far. As a result of the 20s, though? Yeah, the, ro- yeah, the, the stock market crash was, uh, was 29, I believe. Look, yeah, right before the 30s. It was... Which led into the Great Depression, actually. In my opinion, of course, because we all have different opinions, the Just like best assholes. time. It's my favorite time to study about. It's my favorite time of anything. My favorite time to study about is... Well, it's kind of a split between two, and it's World War II and the Civil War. Yeah. It's when cars started to, like, really show individuality for, like, different branding and whatnot as well. When you got to the 60s and all the cars looked the same. Yeah. Love Giant. it. Wish I was there so bad. <laughs> Giant land yachts. <clears throat> Hell I love yeah. much. the 60s. Yeah. Until the uh, giant oil crisis, and then all the Japanese cars were all the rage. So, you make everything so negative real quick, <laughs> and then you snap it right back. You're like, atomic bombs, but then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I have one place that I go to Hashtag that I'm. Back to back World War champs, just like. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Anyway. I have one place that I go to in Richmond that they said they let out a code word. They've been closed because of COVID, but they let out a code word on their site that I will not name. And it's like a hidden restaurant bar type scene. And so it's in speakeasy. The, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> that, sound, that sounds pretty fucking cool. But in this day and age. And but you go down a staircase, it's in the library. Um they open up a bookshelf and you go down a staircase and like saloon style doors. As soon as you walk in, live music, pianos, fucking Are there flappers? Yes. What? Flapper what? dresses, swing music, jazz, everything. Tight. It's 
my favorite place I've ever been to. You like jazz? That sounds amazing. So it's like you're walking literally through like a time warp and you're like Yes. Back in the twenties. That's crazy. It's amazing. So do girls you, wearing poodle dresses the whole night. That's do crazy you, that you go from twenty twenty all the way back to nineteen twenty. Like that's crazy. A hundred years. So so you get all dappered up to go to this thing. So you're basically cosplaying the twenties? Yes. Living hey. out his fantasy the best he can. <laughs> hey, you do you, boo. So we got 1920s. We got the 60s for the Beatles. It was not for just for the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles. You got World War II or the Civil War. Where are you going, Mr. Era? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't know, man. You had all that time to think with us going <laughs> around. And I don't, I don't even know. Like, um, I also like the 80s, too. The 80s were probably a fun time. Well, 80s, there was yeah, a lot of hair metal hair bands. bands. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, imagine being we're a teenager in the music. 80s. See, I feel like I'd rather be a kid in the 80s and then grow up with grunge music in the 90s. <laughs> Wait a fucking second. I'm going to the 40s. I'm listening to some goddamn Hank Williams <laughs> live. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Pick an era, Chris. Um... Probably right about the 1900s. That far? Mm-hmm. Why? Because that is when um, motorcycle development really started kicking off. Oh, Jesus. Okay. When you're, on a, you're on a real motorcycle kick here recently. Dude, I'm back. I'm back on my shits again, man. I'm back, back on my, my shits. shits. Yeah. I've been, I've been itching to get back in the motorcycle world. Itching. <laughs> um, either that or... <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of itching, sorry. I don't know. I think, um, I think, like I said, if, if, <laughs> if I was in. Everybody's scratching now. Probably, you know, being a kid in the 80s, grow up in the 90s with the grunge music. Like, kind of, sort of how we grew up, but. I think I would, if I had the choice, I'd want to be a teenager in each decade just to see <clears throat> how what different it is. Yeah. Like, I think being like a like teenager. Like, I wish I could be 50s, like 17 and like each decade just to see how, what the difference is because it's probably crazy even like the 2000s versus 2010s was completely different Dude. i wish i was born in 1904 i wish you were too <laughs> why because i'm dead by now <laughs> thanks abby that's a year after I mean, harley davidson made their first motorcycle Jesus. oh my god okay <laughs> made daniel please pick a fucking thing out of the hat <laughs> sorry i give y'all history lessons <laughs> about motorcycles harley history <laughs> <laughs> oh okay when should you go to the er versus the doctor what a perfect thing for you to pick out of a hat um, <laughs> the answer to both of those questions is never <laughs> okay. figure it out can you read it again please <laughs> when should you go to the er versus going to the doctor i guess you would say your primary care physician not a regular doctor or not a fucking hospital so in my personal <laughs> experience um I go to the ER when my throat's closing up and I can't fucking breathe. And I go to the doctor. Never. Never. <laughs> I go to the doctor as a result of my ER visit. I go to the ER if I'm dead or dying. Which is at least every six months. <laughs> yeah, which is a couple few times a year. A couple few times a year. <laughs> We're having a great time with our word. We got a couple few times a year, man, over there. We got era. It is era. Era. era, era, era. Yeah. It's era. 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 Say error. Error. Yep. Good. <laughs> I didn't see a problem with that. Don't worry. Abby? Error. <laughs> in era. That's perfect. It's an era. Okay. Anyway. No, that's an ear. This conversation is very eerie. Huh. Okay, well, my answer is I didn't have insurance for a billion years, so I never went to the doctor or ER for anything ever. <laughs> So if I had anything falling out of my body or I was dying, I just took deep breaths and my sister was like, drink water. And I was like, all right, bet. Ginger ale and saltine crackers. Not even that. You just keep it moving. <laughs> just pray the pain away. Well, can't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I never go to either. But I guess if it's if you're dying or having a baby or something, I would not do that at home. I would need drugs. I know a few people that did that. Yeah, I would need drugs. Homers. There are some drugs. people that like are like hard drugs. Some people are like natural birth, and I'm like, how would well, how would you? Drugs. Yeah, I personally taking. I personally recommend taking a little bit of heroin before you give birth. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, I guess your body's built to do it, so it doesn't really like you'll make it. Hopefully, 
make it through. Dude, take, take a speedball right before you That's try it. to pop that baby out. Oh take an eight ball with a bottle of Jack. You're good to go. Can I push now? Can I push now? Can I push now? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Too late. Right, push, do, fuck that. Do you have an answer? Um, kind of like everyone else. I don't really go to the ER unless there's a real need for it. A right. bone sticking out. Either, even then, you're like, electrical tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the electrical oh, yeah. tape and uh, some paper towels work pretty good. Um, <laughs> unless unless I got like a like need a stitch or something like that. I thought you were going to say a like splinter. I was like, first. <laughs> unless I have a splinter, then I go to the doctor. Can't Actually, how many times? I do have a story about that. Um, I did get a splinter stuck in my foot um, back in high school. She didn't know about? No, I knew about it. Because it was on the gym floor, because they forced me to uh, be active, even though oh, I, I had was my boots. I remember the story. Yeah, lodged into the bottom of my foot, and I had to go to the ER to get it cut out and pulled. That sounds awesome. Yep. It sucked. I was laying on the bed like I was giving birth, because I hate needles, and I hate stitches. So I'm sitting there hyperventilating, just... <laughs> just for informational purposes, by the way, my girlfriend calls a splinter a sliver. Sliver? A sliver. Yeah, it fucking sounds good. Okay. Put that big Mack truck right in this little sliver. Sliver garage. Sliver garage. What the fuck just happened? Okay, Abby. Okay, so I had a little I had a little sliver of hope left that we were gonna make a good joke with that (laughs) fucking window. All right. I'm gonna pull a thing out of the pull a paper. But but in all reality, as as like a good answer to that, I would say probably once a year just to get a checkup. Like, oh, yeah, I go to the lady doctor once a year, but that doesn't really count because I have insurance now. So before that, <laughs> I think I need, nothing bad happens. I think I need to go to the men's wellness center for situations and issues. Thank you for bringing that up right now. We appreciate yeah. you. Well, wow, mean, this is a great time to move on to another topic. Oh, this one's long. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, no, she didn't. That's not what she said to me. That's not what she said to anybody in this room. Okay, old <laughs> southern manners like opening the door and saying, ma'am, offensive or not. Who the fuck gets offended by somebody being nice to you? So, here's the craziest like thing. stupid shit. Here's the craziest thing ever. So, if you travel north, and I mean north as in like Maryland and up. Oh, no, I understand. I've been to New York. And if you say hello to somebody, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So I think we're all going to have the same answer since we're all from here. From. I I kind of want to disagree a little bit. Um, I think it is a nice manner to do. However, if you ask the person that you're doing it to, hey, oh. do you want me to open the door for you? Or you want this? Do you want to do that? And she says no. Then. Okay. It's kind of one of those things, you know, it's, it's, they, they obviously know it's a respect thing, but at the same time, if they're an independent woman, they want to do their own like shit. I guess if you ask, then you're still showing the same manner as if you just go ahead and do it. Yeah. I feel sure. like if you're just doing it out of common courtesy and there's no undertone to it though, there's not a reason for somebody to get offended by it. A lot like, of people. I feel like <clears throat> sex, touching someone, doing things along the lines of that. Yeah, you need consent. Opening a door for somebody should not be taken as something that's rude. Unless you're being creepy. Because if a yeah, guy opens yeah. a door for a girl and it's obvious he just wants to give her the up down when she's yeah. so, behind, I mean, in front of Again, him. like I said, I think if you're just doing something like opening a door for somebody with no undertone to it yeah. based on your, you know, your posture or your exterior look, then... It's fine. But I did work in customer service for a long time and saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, sometimes rub people the wrong way because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you can't, you don't know. So it's just, sometimes it can be rude without you meaning to. So it's easier just to be like, yes or no. Or, yeah. Um, To kind of go off of that question, I got another question to with that. Does anybody else get offended if you hold the door open for someone and they don't say thank you? Yes. Happens like, to me every day at the post office, every know, fucking day. Do you know how frustrated it makes me? <laughs> I happen to work a job where I am in and out of neighborhoods all day, every day. Okay. When I drive by <clears throat> someone and just out of common courtesy, I wave at you to say hello and you make eye contact with me while I'm waving at you and then not wave back, no head nod, nothing, just eyes back down to the ground as if that didn't just fucking happen (laughs) i'm upset or for instance i was at the gas station the other morning and i held the door open for this guy 
And he looked at me, he made eye contact with me all the way through the door and never said anything. Never gave me a head nod, no high five. He didn't pat me on the ass. (laughs) He he did nothing. And as the door was closing behind him, I grabbed the door and literally screamed into the store, you're welcome, and then let the door shut. Because at 6.30 in the morning, I do I do not need to hold the door open for you. And I did it for you. He was all the way across the parking lot. I saw him walking towards the door. I waited at the fucking door for 35 seconds before he got there, walked through, made eye contact, said nothing, did nothing. I've noticed that I've accidentally looked rude recently, too, because I, I forget people can't see me through my mask. So I do that weird person thing where they walk past and you smirk like. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Without saying anything. So I just, they just see my eyes scrunch up. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, they don't smile at me because I didn't smile at them. So I forget I have to like wave or else they don't know. So it just looks like I'm like. See, every time I eyes. get frustrated that like I, the common courtesy doesn't get, because I don't need praise. I don't need somebody to be like, wow, this is the most amazing thing that's happened to me every day. But a simple thanks. But great. a simple thanks or a head nod, high five, pat on the ass. Grab the tip of my dick. I don't care what you do to show <laughs> your fucking appreciation. Just, anything they just would, get on their knees. Right anything there in the is door. better than nothing. And so, people are always like, "Oh, well, you don't know what type of the day they're having. They Maybe they're having a bad day." You're having either. Well, you know. So what? what you're saying is you do that expecting something out of it. No, I don't expect anything out of it. Then why are you except getting, for? Then why do you get a small for I, doing it? Acknowledgement. That's what I expect. Well, that's perfectly fine. But I don't you, need you, were you just to, saying to praise me. This guy didn't say thank you, so you went above and beyond. Acknowledge you got pissed me, off because of it. But he didn't even acknowledge me. He was like, oh, thanks a lot, doorstop. Like, we'll yeah, he looked at you like it was your job to hold the door yeah, at the bitch, gas station. I don't station. get paid for this shit. <laughs> Fuck you mean. I was about to say, that's... I don't think that's mannerly at that point in time because you're doing it expecting something after that. You're not just doing it out of the kindness of no, your No, no. He had manners to do it. He's mad that the other person didn't have manners to say thank you. So he's just mad that the other person didn't have manners. I get frustrated that people aren't as nice, nice as I am. I understand that. But you literally contradicted yourself as in not having an undertone with it. If he would have looked me in the face on about how and been get- like, I'm having a really hard time and this is my last shirt, I would have taken the shirt off my body and given it to him. I don't give a fuck, but any sort of acknowledgement, even if he just head nodded me, the fact that he locked eyes with me and looked at me like he was going to like smack me if I didn't hold the door for him, I was frustrated. Then why didn't you close the door? <laughs> I should have. Why didn't you just walk away at that point in time? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have been upset. Because I can't do it. My morality is too high. Okay, Garrett, pull you, a thing. These times you can't I don't know if I seemed with. passionate about that. Woo! Damn, shouldn't have brought that one up. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> Garen, Garen strikes again. <laughs> All right, what do we got? But for real, open the door for people. Be nice. Quit being dickheads. How awesome that I get this one. The question on my <laughs> when are you going to get the next vehicle? No, the question on my sheet of paper is when should you try anal or new things in a relationship? Here we whenever, go, buddy. <laughs> whenever you are comfortable, don't rush into things. Hit her with a brick. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We at the Dirty Dirty Show recommend that you get full consent for any sexual activity that you do. We do not condone hitting people with bricks to get what you want. Or ever, for any reason. Unless you're hitting Garrett with bricks. Unless I mean, unless you hold the door for him and they don't say thank you. Of cocaine. Yeah, then hit him with a fucking brick. God damn it. Of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that speedball. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, when should you try anal... Or anything new in a relationship. I think when you're comfortable is a good answer. When you're comfortable is a good answer. I uh, think always take precautions too. Don't just hop right into it. Make sure you do some research about it first. That way you can enjoy it and the person you're doing it. Or at least it. think it through. Don't just be like, you know what I'm going to do? <coughs> hey, you cool with this? Because in the moment they're either going to be like, uh. They're going to be like, yes or no. And talk about it beforehand. So I think it's be it would be very rare for somebody who hasn't talked to you about anal sex or anything, and you're in a relationship with them, it'd be very rare that if you just, like, stick your dick in their ass, that they turn around and be like, thank you. <laughs> that happens, like, one or zero times ever. I appreciate <laughs> So, is, Correction, that has happened, like, one or zero times I don't, ever. I don't think it'd be a good idea. I don't think you want to take the chances at just trying something at all new without asking first or without 
maybe, I don't know, put some feelers out there and find out what they're okay with and what they're not. I think the best way to do it. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. Is, is start with one finger and work your way all the way up to taper, five plus the fucking palm, son. Make sure, make sure you're <laughs> doing oral sex to the other person first. That way they're in the moment and they don't realize that you're doing it. God damn That's it. a reference. He's not saying that as like his opinion, just so y'all know. Um, <laughs> No, well, before you try fisting a girl's asshole. <laughs> That's going to go all the way back to episode two. Uh, what was the title? Uh, Close Encounters of the Fist Kind. Close Encounters of the Fist Kind. Oh, fucking Christ. The The major key to all of it is communication and being upfront. Yeah. And having discussion of what do you like, what don't you like, um, and then asking to see if they're comfortable with doing that. If they say no maybe, you know, y'all can talk about it and figure that shit out. Or if they say no, you just don't do it. Right. But I'm trying to say, like, down the road. like Maybe they'll say no, and then without you having to talk about it and try to push it on them, later on down the road, they'll be like, hey, hey, remember that time you asked me 17 years ago if you could try that thing? a different perspective could be let them do it to you first. Hmm. Because a lot of times, someone fist my ass. <laughs> exactly, that's where her just, standpoint is. Don't you just think? Gonna start with one finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! At least they'll be sucking your dick first. Yeah, I mean, like my you biggest, won't even notice it. <laughs> my biggest thing is whenever Daniel asked me to do that, I'm like, okay, well, let me do it to you. And he's like, no, not my butt, no. And I'm like, how do you think I feel? Just because I have a hole in front of it doesn't mean I like. For you to stick your dick in my butthole. Like, yeah. be upfront about the behind. He's like, not my butt. I'm like, what's the difference? Okay, so let's say that backfires. Let's say you're like, he's like, hey, let me stick it in your ass. And you go, let me stick it in your ass first. He goes, okay. Then I would do it. And then would you let him do it to you? Mm. Probably. Would you reciprocate? I would be, I would be more, I would be more willing to if he let me do it to him first. Well, maybe if you asked. We are instead not fighting of, about this right now. Instead of just trying to touch my butthole at random times throughout. don't want to hear you guys talking about what you're sticking in each other's asses. So, Chris, pick a, pick a paper. I got something to stick in your ass, Garrett. Well, that's going to be nice, but ask first. He'd rather just ask call first. us vanilla without listening to <laughs> what we do. Ask first. All right. Here we go, boys. <clears throat> and girl. When <clears throat> is a white lie okay? Basically, you know, you can't handle the truth situation. Never. Always tell the truth, no matter what it's going to do to the other person's feelings. Except for to your fiancé. Don't tell her the truth. Absolutely not true. You say that 100%. White lies are necessary. He white lies me all the time. He just thinks I can't tell. White lies are necessary. I don't appreciate your language. White lies are necessary. And I don't mean for everything. Situational. Please don't use them all the time. But I think they are necessary. For instance... Hey, are you going to propose to me? No. For another instance, your wife comes downstairs. Does this dress make me look fat? Absolutely not. You look like a supermodel. How do you... You don't need... No, you see, you fucked yourself at that point in time. Bitch, you look like a dump truck. No, 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 no. (laughs) God damn. Y'all are doing this all wrong. If she asks, hey, does this dress make me look fat? You you answer with another question. Well, it, it doesn't matter what I think. How do you feel? That makes me mad. That makes me mad. How do you feel in the dress? No, that's him avoiding the question. That just tells me yes, and I turn around and I change. No, that is absolutely wrong, because that's you thinking that I'm going to tell you you look fat in the dress. If I was ever Not posed the with the question, do I look fat in this dress, or how... Let's go with something a little bit more or be- open-ended. Before- how do I look in this dress? See, it's already a loaded question. I mean, it is. It's already loaded, loaded questions. Every time I ask a question, you're like loaded. Because it is loaded. No, sometimes <laughs> it's really not. And you're like loaded. No, sometimes it really is. Because if you say yes at that point in time, they're not going to believe you. And if you say no, they're going to think you're a piece of shit. Loaded. That's why you answer with how do you feel? No. Because it's not about what we think. It's about how you feel. You know what makes women really mad, Daniel? Answering a question with a question. You know what makes women really mad, Garrett? Just not acknowledging the question whatsoever. That's what you just said you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) By not answering the question or by answering with a question. Hey, honey, does this dress make me look fat? Oh, yeah. Breakfast for dinner? Yeah, sounds good to me, too. (laughs) 
Then you're not listening on top of that. That's just awful. Look, okay. Could you imagine playing video games just being like, does this dress look me look make me look fat? Yeah, that ass is fat. That's about it. <laughs> That's like, a good answer. <laughs> Girl, you're looking thick in that dress. See, that's when you just turn around and go, I would fuck the shit out of you wearing that. 100%. Because it's if probably true. can't go wrong with that answer. If I was wearing that, I'd fuck me. Or you that's just turn around answer. and go, it doesn't really matter. Because I'd fuck you in a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> You'd fucking look like a sack the of potatoes. The potatoes are traumatized in the corner. I look like a sack of mashed potatoes. I'd All fuck right, you split. on a sack of potatoes. I would fuck you with a sack of potatoes. <laughs> 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 Talking... Mashing them motherfuckers. Sorry, right, Daniel. Daniel sheet pull of paper, paper. <laughs> Hmm, sounds good. You know what? I'm passing. <laughs> Why? 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 Uh, best sex or sexual experience you've ever had. AKA B and E's. AKA. <laughs> well, we've already B done B and E's. I think we did. We. Ha- I'm pretty sure we have done B and E's. Yeah. We did it on an earlier episode. When Chris nodded off a dock. Yes. No. That that's was not, not my B&E. That's not his B&E. That, was, that just made him feel That powerful. was part of the conversation, though. That was one of them, yes. Okay, then answer the question anyway. Okay, my B&E was... Or, they they or, could have changed or since your, then. Or your best sexual experience, whichever. Apparently they're different. You ever face-fucked somebody while taking a shower? Yes. Fucking amazing. No. You haven't? I have, but I disagree. I don't, because there's no cleanup necessary. Just, bitch, I, there you go. <laughs> I do not like shower sex. There isn't any way, because, never mind. I do not like shower sex. Okay, well then don't say that having sex with somebody in the shower is your best sexual experience. <laughs> <laughs> don't get all fucking uptight about it, Jesus. Abigail, okay. where are we you? at? What? Where are we at? We're, Just with go. The, with Abby answering the question now. Mm-hmm. Hello? Today, Junior? Something that I would have to think about. I don't know. I can't come up with something right off the spot. I've had a lot of sex. Wow. Which okay. ones are the best? Okay, hold on. For Garrett only. Your worst sexual experience. My worst? Yes. Oh. That'd be He's like, I don't know. Easy. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. This one's going to be way easier. So one time I went to a party. And at this party, I was forced into a bedroom next to another bedroom that was occupied by the person I was with's parents. And they were awake and alert and <laughs> on cocaine. Oh, <laughs> Might I also add that, this person's, like a, that this, like good story. this person's mom, I had physically seen with my own eyeballs, threaten people with a shotgun. <clears throat> I wasn't trying to fuck around with that. However, the person I was with in that bedroom... Decided they didn't really give a fuck what my answer was going to be and took it. And that is called rape, boys and girls. You do not rape anyone. Consent always. Speaking of taking, Garrett, is it okay if I take you from behind? Sure. Thank you for asking. See, was that so hard? I think 15 or 16 pumps in. I was like, all right, I guess I'll just fucking. Yeah, whatever. Huh? Might as well finish before I leave. But <laughs> so wait, but the first 15 or 16 pumps, I was like, I don't want this to be happening at all. Like, so, why and then I was I like, she's it? not going to stop until I finish. So I might as well just fucking <laughs> get it done. Oh, oh, no. oh God. So oh, when God. does rape become consent? It doesn't. Ever. Well, Ever. It, it, doesn't. it just it, made it just seemed like that Garrett okay. said that he was consenting by the 15th pump. No, he was no. not consenting. If you if you would have seen my mental state. Upon leaving that place and getting to where I was going afterwards that and being like, it's called the only way, flight. the only way for me to get out of that situation was to give her what she wanted to f- fuck your way out of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah like that yeah. wasn't him changing Fucking his mind and consenting. Hell, that was just him getting himself through it. Yeah. Trying to get out hundred percent my worst. Cause you were going to be there for hours. It's if the only just... time in my life that I ever successfully faked my own orgasm. Wow. <laughs> like your body did it, but you were like, you know. <laughs> no, like from a mental standpoint to a physical standpoint, I faked it just so I could leave, just so I could get out of the area. And then drunk as fuck, I drove through a police checkpoint. But because of the adrenaline and because my fear was so high, the police were like, you can just go home. Thank God. And I was like, word. Yeah. Violated. By far the worst. Violated. The Dirty Dirty Show does not contain drunk driving. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> Basically, I'm, I'm not proud of it, but 
I'm proud of you. Thanks. For being a good dad. That's it, though. Super weird time to bring that up. Besides that, you're a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Abby, paper? Or have we gotten uh, oh, through no, everybody? She hasn't even answered the question. Oh, okay. Abby, answer the question. Best one. Or worst. Did you no, we know the, the worst. Either? It was the first. Yeah, the, the worst was, was the first. Definitely I don't think Chris has answered the question either. No, he hasn't. Oh. Um, I would say the best was when we were in Disney because I didn't get alone time with you at all the whole time we were there and we had to share our room with your aunt and uncle in the bathroom, but we were in the shower and pretended like nobody could hear us. So we just like banged one out every night. In the shower. Going at it like fucking animals. So I think that whole week was was my favorite. Because, like, you know how it, like, builds up because you don't get alone time with that person. You don't get to see them. So then when you see them, it's like, da 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 For, like, it's good. My face, like, drugged down the tub. It was great. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. It's kind of painful. It was like, tile, tile, tile. But <laughs> <laughs> at least it wasn't the faucet. So we're good. <laughs> All you heard was her head hitting the fucking wall. Pat, pat, over pat, and over pat, and pat, over. Pat. They definitely knew what was up. But, like, it wasn't in front of them in the bed, so. Goodness gracious. What are you doing? Just ringing the See, you gotta be way. careful how you answer, don't you? No, it's. I think I'm gonna go with my worst. Um, that's probably safe. <laughs> no, that's uh, probably not as safe. But so, I don't know if I want to say this or not. Oh fuck it! Who, who the hell cares? What am I gonna do? Not Get me. in trouble? Um, I have gotten a really bad blowjob before. And, Haven't we all? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, for to be fair, I only received bad blowjobs until recently. Well, you should try having Garrett give you a blowjob. It's the tits. <laughs> no, it's the just the tip. Same thing. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> fuck. I don't know if I even want to say this story or not. We're already in. Well, no, you're. Already, <laughs> you already started. <laughs> You might as well finish and get out of it. Let's just say I got a really bad blowjob and it kind of turned me off of blowjobs. Not completely, but... For the most part. For the most part, yeah. It was a very uncomfortable situation and I just didn't want that one ever again because of it. It didn't feel good. Your eyeball. Well, not with that attitude, it won't. <laughs> so, uh, Abby, pull. Do you? I was like, I already talked. <laughs> pull. <laughs> the hell was that? The sound of the phone. You know what? Just sit over there. Can sit I talk? Abby, take it away. Fine line between friends with benefits and dating. Underwear. okay pulling another i'm just kidding (laughs) fine line between friends with benefits and dating fine dining i think that's another communication thing i would say i think i think boundaries would have to be talked about here's what i have learned um (laughs) yeah you're the (laughs) the friends with benefits thing doesn't work out unless both parties not only agree to it but follow through with it. It's also so it's not just communication. It's also follow through. I feel like it's also not a long term thing at all. It's one of those we're gonna mess around for a little bit. At maybe. least not successfully. Okay, and I'm gonna flex so hard right now. I don't even give a fuck. So I'm with extremely the seventy eight bitches that I've been with. No, I'm extremely good at sex. We I know. <laughs> yeah, sounds fucking. I good. enjoy sex. <clears throat> I enjoy sex because I am good at it. If I was not good at sex, <clears throat> I probably. Thank you. <laughs> I probably would not enjoy it as much as I do. However, I've had people, girls, people, <laughs> people fuck it. It's 2020. Who not knows the, the gender anymore? The um, say that they were cool with friends with benefits relationships, and then I have sex with them the first time, and then they get super invested. The That is, I was going to bring that up. The problem <clears throat> is... Both parties need to not catch the feels. Yeah. If you catch the feels, the friends with benefits is completely over. Yeah. And multiple times I have caught the feels. Multiple times the girls have caught the feels. However. Nobody's ever caught chlamydia. No. Not me. That we know of. And not from me. <laughs> Definitely not from me. Um, No. So I think that it comes down to, like I said, not just communication. I mean, that is important, but. 
follow through as well and not catching the feels if you're going to be friends with benefits. And if you start something and it becomes something more, then there you go. Cross that boundary. See how it is. Can't be dating if you're already dating somebody else while you have friends with benefits. (sighs) (laughs) We're talking theoretical. We're talking from the standpoint. Like if you're already dating someone, then you really can't be dating somebody else if if you're just... They're just friends with benefits. Sometimes you got skills, man. The hoes in different area codes. God, God, hoes. The other thing. I do not own the rights to the music. (laughs) (laughs) Or the hoes. Oh my God. Please talk, Chris. Chris, go. The other thing is you have to make sure, like we we were talking about, both parties agree on it and both parties realize hey, I might be fucking around with. Another one, two other ones, three other ones, and the other party might be doing the same thing, which goes hand in hand to if you catch the feels, you need to be up front with them and go, hey, I caught the feels. We need to stop or just back off completely and just, hey, this was fun while it lasted. I still think, yeah, communication feels. How do you feel? Do we both have the feels? If we both have the feels, kick these other bitches to the side. And if not. Kick you to the side. Sometimes right? both parties catch the feels but don't want to do anything further because they get scared. Sounds lazy to me. <laughs> uh, Gary, your turn. <laughs> Pull. This is a perfect time to move on. What a great time. I'm having a great time. Um, If you could take back or change your childhood. Why are you looking at me? Would you? <laughs> What I? Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I feel like the events that happened in our childhoods made us the people we are today. And if you go back and change any of that or make it better or make it worse in any situations, you won't be who you are right now. That's cool. Can I go back and change my parents' childhoods <clears throat> to make them like make better choices and be rich and rich as fuck so that I can have whatever I want? Right we now? get it. Yeah, you fucking have both sounds good. We get it. You have both parents. We get it. You have Abby. a mom. Shut up. <laughs> I hope she made it past the butthole part to hear that. <laughs> Probably not. She didn't. She didn't. She heard the butthole part and turned Bye, it Bye, Garrett's mom. Shout <laughs> out to you, Garrett's mom. We love you. Mom, I, just jump to the 30-minute mark. You'll be okay. Yeah, this is uh, 38 minutes, six seconds. Thank you. I told Daniel not that long ago that if I were to change something from my childhood, I would probably wish I could have more time with my mom, but her still not be in my life as my mother. Like, if she could have had, like, some sort of visitation or like supervised whatever every other weekend or like once a month or something where she had to be scheduled to see me. Is that possibility not alive now? No. Okay. I feel like the traumas, are, the scars are already there. That yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it would just made you even more upset than what you have to deal with. now. I just wish it wasn't forced. Like if it was something where like we had a certain thing that we did together or whatever, and it was consistent and it always happened. And it wasn't like, she didn't have to be my mom. She didn't have to be there 24-7. But, like, if I got to know her as a person and, like, actually know who she I is. I still don't think you would want to hang out with her. She's probably boring, but. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. The good news is that she's consistently not there. Woo! Yeah. Stability! <laughs> Consistency. That'd be the, that and, like, actually growing up with my sisters would have been the only thing that I would change. I forgot the question. That's why I had to reread it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it to you, Chris. Yeah. Um, I I'm going to go with the uh, I, was, well. I wouldn't take back I was rich and my life was pretty great. I'd probably add a skate park to my backyard if I had a choice. Uh, I'd probably throw in there not breaking my foot. Maybe an in-ground pool. Maybe stay into racing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Uh, no. Roasted like assholes. peanuts, son. No, bunch of assholes. I probably would have. I'd probably go back and try a little bit harder in high school and try to get get into a college. That's a good one. I didn't even think of college mm-hmm. when I was in high school at all. Yeah, I got out and was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" I I was smart, but I was watching all like the really smart academic kids get all the scholarships. And I was like, "Why the fuck am I going to try when they're going to get all the scholarships?" Like, yeah. it's not even worth. Yeah, it. I was going to say, there's literally no point. Yeah, you know, a hundred million percent. A lot of them motherfuckers are doing nothing now. So, Probably, yeah. but Look neither am I. A lot so. of them motherfuckers have hundreds of thousands of dollars in school debt. Look at that. 
four motherfuckers sitting around in a room talking shit about other motherfuckers who ain't got nothing when we ain't got nothing either. Yeah, but we don't have a bunch of school debt. But hey, we got each other. I got quite a bit. We got each other. (laughs) We got each other. I'm trying to be nice here, Abby. I told you I wasn't even talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we have each other. Okay. Great. I trade you guys for money. (laughs) I hope y'all just heard the mouth noises. <laughs> All right, we ready to move on? Born ready, naked with heart on. All right, favorite Halloween memory or costume? I would like to start Last off. Last year when I almost killed my uncle. <laughs> That's true, I witnessed it. <clears throat> would you care to elaborate? No? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I'm over here getting fucking choked out by my fiance. Because you've I'd interrupted me like 40 times. So why'd you almost kill your uncle Daniel? Oh, uh, because my uncle and my mom, when they communicate, it's yelling and screaming at each other. Okay. So we're sitting there, house full of family and children and children, and I'm not. I don't get mad. I'm not a violent person. Okay. I got mad that night. <laughs> oh my god, I was gonna fucking strangle this man. We were together for four and a half <clears throat> years, and I've never seen it. So they are yelling and screaming at each other, and I'm like, okay. That's how they communicate. They're brother and sister. That's what they do. The phrase, if I don't get out of your face, what are you going to do about it? Came out of my uncle's mouth. And I just peeked my head around the corner real quick and saw him like literally half an inch away from my mother's face with his fist clenched. And I was like, not fucking happening today, son. And I looked at him and I was like, if you don't back the fuck up, I will end your life in front of God and everybody. He was screaming so loud. His face got so red and his <coughs> veins were popping out of every vein he has in his body. Mind he was literally you. screaming and like three grown people had to hold him back. Mind you, my cousin, 32 years old, probably 240, got in front of me. His brother-in-law, I would call him my uncle, 220. My dad, 260. My aunt Melissa, my aunt Heather. More people than three. Apparently. More people. There was like six or seven people who got in front of me, and I was steadily moving my way through them to him while they were rushing him out of the back of the kitchen. Meanwhile, because I was going to end this man's life. Meanwhile, th- this is all happening while me and his other cousins are rushing the children out the front door. Like, okay, guys, we don't need to see this. Let's go count our candy. I like, like- how I like how he started turning more red and. Everybody evacuated like he was a fucking time bomb waiting to go no, off. Daniel doesn't get angry and everyone knows that. So when he starts like boiling and s- his ears are like steaming, everyone's like, okay, we're going to go I'll now. I'll tell you what, from an outside perspective, it probably looked like somebody was about to literally explode and body parts were going to go flying. That is exactly what <laughs> Like when I saw more people going into the kitchen to hold him back and it wasn't happening and more people were needed, I was like... Okay, so there's a bunch of kids in here that are just going to witness everybody. There's going to be blood. I just, like, somebody's going to witness a murder tonight. They're like, what's going right. on in there? And I was like, oh, they're just kidding. <laughs> Happy Halloween, kids. Yeah, right. it was It was one of those, like I said, I'm not a mad person. I don't get mad. You can pick on me. You can do whatever. Wasn't Nothing. the, wasn't the question shit. favorite or best? That favorite was my Halloween favorite. memory. That was his favorite. <laughs> okay. Because okay. my... Because my uncle is a fuck-up, and he's, like, 33 years old right now, and uh, he kind of learned that night that he is not as big and bad as he thinks he is, and he almost witnessed himself lose his he own life. also learned his nephew's not a little kid anymore. Abby, what's your favorite? Um, I didn't have a mother, so I didn't really have Halloween. I was going to say I don't really remember any of my Halloweens, because, you know, going around I think my brain kind of dissociated all the childhood <coughs> stuff, so... Not even going around okay. and filling a bag of Chris? candy for your sick little brother at home? Oh, yeah. That was one thing my dad always said every year was, make sure you get some for your sick little brother, meaning <laughs> meaning him. So, it's <laughs> not the only thing I remember. Wow, Dad. Yeah. Um, Worked, though. Here's to you. Favorite Halloween memory? Don't really have one. I think last episode when I talked about uh, my dad wanting to absolutely pile drive me into the ground for being out in the woods on Halloween <laughs> night. That was a pretty good one. Hell yeah. Um, or I have a pretty good scarecrow costume. It's got a full like hooded scarecrow mask and shit like that. That one's pretty good. Um, 
y'all know me. I like Halloween, so I have like a bunch of different fucking masks and shit like that. So, Garrett, my favorite was Halloween of 2018. It's the first Halloween with your daughter. First Halloween with my daughter when she dressed up as Scooby Doo. Oh, I bet she was so cute. She was. She's always cute. Yeah, she is. She is. Oh, Abby, pull, pull, bitch, bitch. No, I don't want. (laughs) No, isn't it me? No, No, you just did Halloween. No, you just did Halloween. Oh, then I guess it's what is happening right now. Well, it was. Wait your turn, Abby. Listen, I just do what I'm fucking told. Book smart versus street smart. Are elders knowing of all the things, or do you just trust your own knowledge? Hmm. This is kind of a situational thing. Knowledge was spelled wrong at first, and then it was switched. (laughs) There's no J in knowledge. Nah, I think it looked good. (laughs) We're having a great time. It looks Um, good. Uh, I would say that's a situational thing. Yeah, I think so. So I would say in school, it's better to be obviously book smart. But out in the real world. Let's answer as far as general, like day to day, just what what you think is necessary for. I would say street smart. Common life. Yeah, I don't know. I would would say street smart. Yeah. I'm going to go with both. You need a little bit of both. Yeah, and then what was the other part? Are elders all knowing what? Are elders knowing of all the things, or do you just trust your own knowledge? I, I would say that is kind of a both thing. Because you can get advice from, obviously, people who have been in similar situations. Yeah. But it's all dependent on the situation that you're in. Well, but- nobody ever taught me anything, but when I worked at the campground... There was an older lady there that was kind of, she kind of took over as like my grandma kind of figure. And she taught me a lot of things. Like she taught me about health insurance and 401k and how to buy a house and like all the things they don't teach you in school that you need to know. And like without her actually sitting down and explaining it to me the way she knew that I would understand it, I would have no fucking clue. Yeah. I think one thing that's important to mention is that regardless of whatever advice, whether it's an elder or not, someone gives you you're still going to operate on your own decisions. Yeah. So I think advice is cool, but having the experience yourself is also good. So like, for instance, and I think I know where this question came from, but my mom and I did not see eye to eye when I was a teenager. And she gave me a lot of advice that I very quickly lost the information of. It went in one ear and right out the other one. And then through experiencing all of it and learning f- from my bad choices, and still to this day doing so, um, I think that gaining that knowledge was good for me while doing so kind of put me in harder places than I needed to be. So I'd say, like I said, I- I'm going to go back. I think that book smarts, street smarts, and advice are all, they all play into you know, kind of the balance of knowledge, but more than anything else, common fucking sense is super important. If you do not have common sense, you're going to get nowhere. <laughs> you're just going to not go anywhere. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. So Abby, your turn. Abby. Now you can pull. Are we sure? Yeah. <coughs> go ahead and pull out. No. Mm. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Is it pure luck or experience related to literally anything? Yes. What? Yes. A mixture of both. It depends. Okay, I, we're going to go with another question. <coughs> Abby, pick another one. Okay. I, God damn it. At what point is arguing with your significant other not worth it and you can just say, okay, you're right? I say that with an attitude, so. <laughs> I would say... Probably the beginning. Let's say arguing with your significant other shouldn't have to happen anyway. I mean, play back to a few minutes ago. (laughs) We literally argue twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. If we could, um, anyone listening to the podcast, please go back to I don't know thirty six minutes, thirty nine minutes, forty three minutes. I don't know. (laughs) One minute, two minutes. Yeah, just go back a couple minutes in any direction. Five minutes before the podcast even started. Episode one. Two, three, four. What five. episode are we on now? Just listen to all of them. 
At plug. some point in all of them. Play? Plug. 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 Oh. So I agree with that arguing is not worth it. I don't like to argue anyways. I Anyway. Like to I don't debate. like to argue anyway. You like to debate. The fish. I really don't though. Battle of the wits. That's what Daniel does. Guess who wins? Not and you. loses all at the same time. Well, we're doing it again. Look at it. <laughs> I think if it's something that is brought up at the beginning, like having a conversational debate is different than having an argument for sure. Having a disagreement is normal and natural. I think disagreements are going to happen regardless. However long you're with somebody, whether it's seven minutes or seven years or seven decades, it doesn't matter. You're going to disagree with some things that they do or say. Well, that's just growth. It's yeah. just how you react to it, how you react to the disagreement. Do you let it elevate or yeah. do you just like... Or do you settle it? And Yeah, that's where things become a little bit more difficult because, like I said, arguing, arguing doesn't solve anything. Ultimately, it just makes everything worse. So a hypothetical question, let's say your significant other is hanging out with a guy or girl, whatever, and you know that's a toxic person. Okay. And you go, hey, I, I really don't want you to hang out with this person because of these reasons. But mm-hmm. then him or her, whoever it is, is says, no, I'm going to hang out with whoever I want. You don't control me on that. How do you how do you handle that situation without allowing that to happen because you know it's going to happen if they hang out with that toxic person? And also, how do you handle it without raising an argument? I think being there to support someone and have them make intelligent decisions is different than having control over them. Um, now, in the moment, for that person who's trying to be defensive about it, the fact that for one, if you get defensive in the first place, you know it's probably not a great situation for you to be in. But sometimes the heart wants what it wants, and you're going to want to hang out with that person anyways, anyway. <laughs> so being there to support them when things do go south is important. But also having the intelligence to not be like, I told you so, and start a whole other thing is I think one, it's respect if you explain to them why you don't want them to hang out with them. And if they straight up tell you no for these reasons, like, I've been friends with them for a long time and I'm going to keep hanging out with them. If you don't like that, then you don't like that. And it doesn't even have to be just hanging out with somebody either. I think the respect as far as if you disagree with something that they're doing, regardless of hanging out with somebody, eating foods, drinking, smoking, I don't care what it is. Yeah. If you have any disagreement with them, there should be respect enough and you should have enough, like – Going back to common sense, you should have enough common sense to be alert about the situation and know how to come across intelligently instead of accusatory or aggressively or angrily. Plus, if they hang out with that person and something happens, then that just tells you you shouldn't be with them anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it goes back to the undertone You shouldn't have well. to worry about that. <laughs> undertone is very important. Yep. So. Yeah. Let's do one more. Get rid. Get rid. We made two right. full circles. It's a circle. Three full circles. Three. Three. I was like, (laughs) damn. Mm. We're not going to end there. Uh, Oh, there's only two more. I want to read it, though. So that one was online Uh, dating, yes or no? uh, We've already touched on that. Yeah. Um, We're going to end with this one because I personally like this one. What is each of our dream jobs? (laughs) Chris, go ahead. Dream my, job. My dream job? Yep. Um, you could be anything in the world. Well, my original gene, gene, dream job that got shot down and completely crushed was working on a Supercross uh, team, Okay. Um, which that was completely crushed. So despite it being crushed, is that your dream job? To work on a race team? Yeah. Um, so either, race team for motocross, NASCAR, anything? Any any kind of speed-related um, and okay. then and then eventually get out of that and open up my own shop. Or have your own team? Have my own team, open up my own shop, that kind of shit, and stay okay. in the racing world. Cool. Daniel? Anything working with wildlife. Okay. I'm an outdoorsy person. So like game warden? Yeah, I mean. Beaver hunter. 
They're called trappers. You're not allowed to hunt beaver. Thank you very much. Unless oh, you're Garrett. He, yeah. he was real hard to hunt beaver. Oh, my God. He has his dream job. <laughs> I didn't get paid for that. Actually, it cost me a lot of money. So, no, I mean, I hunt and I fish a lot, and I just take it in every chance I get, just learning more about, you know, the animals that I'm killing. I wouldn't say killing, <laughs> but the, the animals I see and the animals that I... Around here, we don't kill yeah. things. We control them. Exactly. We're not in the killing business. Abby, dream uh, job. I want to start off by saying when I was a kid, my dream job was to be a quarter for some reason. Hell yeah. Explains a lot about me as a person. <laughs> oh, what? I would say you're a quarter. A quarter? I would, I would like say the coin. Pretty yep. good quarter in this relationship. <laughs> yep. I want to be George Washington. Because, nope. The quarter. Because... <laughs> Because when we were learning about <laughs> coins as a kid, it was the one that costed the most or whatever. It was the worth, one that costed the it most. Was well, maybe you are the quarter because you do cost the most. But now it's as long as it's not customer service or manual labor, I don't give a fuck what it is. You don't so, have a specific dream job, something that you would love to do. I love receptionist <clears throat> jobs. It sounds really fucking weird. But like directing phone calls and going to the post office is my shit. <laughs> I think it's because I like being organized and like things to be a well-oiled machine. So the fact that I get to be at the heart of all that, I like it. Well, you heard it first from the <laughs> least bougie person in the entire group. She wants to be a quarter. Her dream. <laughs> <laughs> I she did want to be, be a quarter. She wants to be worth the most. Her dream job You're is worth the most to me. A receptionist. So real quick, real quick. What about when the fifty cent like piece? Did I didn't change my mind. No, I was you, like, hmm, makes sense. Get it? Jesus. I <laughs> hate everything. You're I, still worth the most to me. Garrett, what's your dream job? So I don't think I've ever talked to any of you about this, which is going to come being a stay-at-home mom. No. <laughs> it's going to come as a surprise to everyone here, so I'm glad <clears throat> it's a question. My dream job, despite my fear of heights, is to be a pilot. I think I think you've talked to me about that one. I, I have a restaurant. I have always wanted to fly. <clears throat> hmm. And I think it would be different and I think it would help me get over my fear of heights because I would be in control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My fear of heights is directly related to my fear of not having control of my situation, which is why I don't like airplanes, which is why I don't like <clears throat> going on ski lifts, which is why if I don't have control Cuz you're depending on someone else not to kill you. Yes. <laughs> so I've always wanted to be a pilot, and I plan on eventually in my lifetime getting my pilot's license and having a small aircraft with a runway. Cool. That'd be sweet. It is pretty part cool. of my end life goals. Chris can do circles in his motorcycle around your <laughs> aircraft before it takes off. <laughs> Don't run him over, but I don't know. Or run me over. Oh, man. Yeah, so or, I can or have do. races when you're going to take off. You can be like, <laughs> just fucking racing beside you, and you're like, sucks to suck, yeah. bitch. Turns out the end of the race strip is a cliff. <laughs> and while I fly away into the sunset, <laughs> Chris is like, he's oh, falling down. He does a flip. And I go, <laughs> yeet. <laughs> Well, joke's on you. That's Chris's actual dream job. My And I would like to also add, I would never, ever fly commercial. I would never fly with a plane full of people. Hell no. I just want to fly. My dream job, honestly, though, you know those guys who own their own small aircraft that fly planes down the fucking beach with banners getting paid buku money to fucking advertise whatever they're getting paid? Yeah. That's a hell of a job. Yeah. (laughs) But just can, up there fucking hitting a bong. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hitting a bong while flying my airplane. Like, look at all these people on the beach having a great time. What's up, fam? These I'm having a great time look, too. These motherfuckers look like ants. Uh, oh shit, building. <laughs> Garrett's gonna become uh what's his name from Tailspin? From what? Tailspin. Tailspin? Yeah. What's that? The old TV show. I heard what you said. I'm just ignoring it. <laughs> Um, I've well, never heard of Tailspin. But Me either. I don't know. What I know is. exactly what you're talking Moving about. Moving on, well, Chris, take us out of here. Just like Garrett crashing into something, <laughs> or Chris falling out of a falling off a cliff on his motorcycle, or me being bike. a quarter, or Abby being a quarter, we are going to end this. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> Totally unrelated, but we're gonna end it right now. Well, yeah, sounds in, in all different ways. We're all just gonna crash and burn. So you know what, like Take Abby said, you. makes sense. <laughs> well, 
If you have enjoyed the show, follow us on Spotify. You can also like us on Facebook at The Dirty Dirty Show and email us at thedirtydirtyshow at gmail.com. We also have a TikTok too now, so follow that shit. Yeah, just look up Dirty Dirty Show on TikTok and you will find the stupid ass videos that we put. So if nobody else has anything to add, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Wow. That was depressing. All right. We'll catch you later.